Kia ora. Welcome to this edition of the Morrisville Baptist Church Podcast. Thank you for connecting with us to discover more about our faith community. Feel free to visit our website at morrisvillebaptist.com. I hope this message is an encouragement to you. Um, as I said before, we're going to be sharing quite a bit from the last weekend. As we know, last weekend was Easter. But what we celebrated last weekend doesn't finish at The cross and what Jesus did on that cross should be so important to us in our Before I get um, started, I just wanted to say a few thank yous, but without them, um, we couldn't have First of all, I want to thank the church for their prayers and um, for finances that help us to go to the family to take those people. I want to thank uh, the Bonner family, Alan and Helen, for their, their property, without their property, and then generously um, allowing us to use it. We couldn't do it. Um, and to Karen and Graham for the storage of all that there. If you knew how much was up there, um, yeah, it would be a lot of carting back and forth if it wasn't for them offering up their carriage up there for it for us. Um, uh, thank you to my leaders. They are amazing and they do so much all weekend. Um, <laughs> And to, to their families that came, I'm so pleased that um, Gina and Steph come and the, and the girls are wanted to camp without the guys here. Um, and to, to the Munn family who came up on Saturday and um, spent a bit of time with us and for Richard all that cooking of their chicken. <laughs> it was amazing. They loved it. Um, but most of all, um, very grateful to God that we had that opportunity to speak into the lives of you. I wanted to give you a broad outlook of what Easter Camp is like for us. Um, so we start each morning, we decided this year that we would start each morning with the leaders gathering and do communion and prayer together, which was for me a really special way to start the day giving it back to God and going, okay, we've got all these plans, um, but ultimately, we want God to be here, and we want God to be the one who we're doing the speaking through us and using us um, through all the activities, the fun and the, and the serious. So we did that before breakfast um, every morning. And then after breakfast, we had what we called media panels. Uh, these were really important because they were panels that we spoke about doing tough issues and stuff in life. And we didn't shy away from many of those tough um, questions that our young people had in the environment that they're growing up. So on Friday we had what we called the Girl Guy panel. Um, and it wasn't just about relationships, it was about a wide range of things. But that was a great opportunity to split off um, the female leader friend for the girls and the male leader friend for the guys. 
on Saturday, we did tough times in God. Um, and that was a really, really good um, time of talking about when you're dealing with tough times and um, what tools you can use to keep you close to God. Because it's not easy, even as adults, it's not easy to stick with God through those tough times. On Sunday, we had big life questions. And as you know, life is not easy for anyone these days, but our young people are facing some pretty, pretty big um, changes in our society. And we hit them head on. We hit some of those questions head on. We didn't uh, back away from them. Uh, we, and of course, we got all our answers from the, from the gospel, from, oh, from the Bible itself. And how, what God tells us about really important life questions. And then on Monday, we hit the big Bible questions. So we had some pretty, pretty tough topics. Um, but we really wanted to, as, as leaders, as a leader group, to not be shying away from this and to be um, open and create a space where we can have communication and talk about what God has done. Um, then we went on to our gladiator activities. This was the fun part of the weekend. Um, we had tug of war, the harness pull. Bungee run, capture the flag, which some leaders got carried away with, <laughs> and um, running the gauntlet. We had free time in the afternoons after lunch and got to hang out at the beach and just hang out at camp lane, bought some different things. Uh, after dinner, we had our main meetings. This is where um, this is where we hit the. Story. And we spoke about, uh, on the Thursday night, I spoke about crying. On um, Friday night, Caleb spoke about the cross. On Saturday night, Will spoke about the in-between days. Where was Jesus? Which we felt was important because this was not a topic that was really very really talked about when you hear the Easter story. And on Monday, Sam spoke about the resurrection. And I can tell you without doubt that our youth got the gospel. Uh, they got it hard hitting. We didn't shy away from the brutality of the cross and what Jesus Yeah, we felt was really, really important to bring that story to and to say as it is. After our main meeting, we on the Friday night we did spotlight, but then on Saturday and Sunday we had what we call tribal council, which is a whole lot of fun, where the teams, the youth, could bring charges against each other, but um, we had our tribal masters who ran that um, and they would decide whether these charges were worth hearing and then find them guilty or not guilty and then their punishments were dished out, which was a little bit of fun. If they didn't want to take the punishments, they would take 
points off their team. So not many of them took the points. Most of them did the punishments, which were... <laughs> I think you'll see in the... Oh, those, if you saw some of the photos in the, at the beginning, you'll see it at the end as well. Um, we, for me, the passage that really stood out for me, and we referred to a lot over the weekend, was Isaiah 52 and 53. And this passage is a great depiction of what Um Our as I said, we were very, we didn't shy away from being um, coating over what the cross was and the suffering that Jesus went through. And I felt that Isaiah 52 and 53 were really a strong stand in that. And I'm quite a, I like to pick the things, I'm a good person, I like to tell a story by picturing what that would have looked like. And to me, Isaiah is that better. Yeah. Before I go any further, we're just gonna um, let you, we're gonna play a, a video of our youth saying what they got out of camp. Um, before it plays though, I will say, our young people are very hard <laughs> to get any information out of, but Caleb did very well at trying to coax it out of them. Um, but as you can imagine, they, we saw as leaders, I don't think it's, it's not depicted in the video, but we saw as leaders a massive change in a lot of our youth. We saw from the Thursday night through to Monday when they left, a huge difference in a lot of them. And um, we will have some leaders sharing it after, after that as well. Have you got a video there? You might have to go to YouTube. You can play it straight from our YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. That's a photo reel. <laughs> what? While they're sorting that out, maybe because. Will or Sam want to jump up and share? <laughs> Either one of uh, Working on that. <laughs> um, yeah, that was. Outside of the 
here, but um, here's something about that, that longer format. Out of hitting stuff. Push it around. Old Bible story. Where he's holy. So many other references.
counts. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I always trust in him and have faith in others and like find out reaching out to and like your relationships and no. A lot, a lot, a lot of knowledge. And no, that's fine. There's no words for it. <laughs> Fantastic. This has been the best interview so far. She's actually, she's awakened the panel. Thank you. <laughs> All right, we'll move I on. Thank you, Lily. Introduce yourself, my friend. Uh, name, Chonu. Nice. Um, age, twenty-three. Yeah. Uh, profession. Um, roof nailer. Nice. Okay, and. And I see a tiger on your on your shirt here. What are you doing all the way up here? Oh well, I came to check on my friend Chris Johns. He was needing some help on the farm, and he knows that's my area of expertise. Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. So tell us, what has God taught you this weekend? Um, just God has taught me um, that uh, His word is real important, and so much truth can be found in it. Mm. It's, a, it's a firm foundation for your life. Loving it. And what have you gotten out of the panel so far? Okay. Out of the panel. Um, you know, that thing I got out of it that both Caleb and Will love reading their Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> Especially on panel. <laughs> and I rate it. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you. Right, you know what? While we're here, we may as well attack the rest of them. Fella, name? Leah Forster. And what are you doing up here? Um, Chonu came up here and we're a team, so I followed. Love it, love it, love it. What has God taught you this weekend? Um, God has taught me all about the saving grace. Again, he taught me again about it. Yes, yes, love it. And, and the panels, what have you gotten out of those so far? I also found out that uh, Will and Caleb love to open their Bibles when they've been asked a question. <laughs> <laughs> so the future's looking bright for you guys. Beautiful. All right, we'll move on. Maya, I mean, um, uh, tell us your name, Maya. Maya. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. And so, uh, what, have you, what has God taught you this weekend, Maya? Hmm. That the youth are very interested Oh my goodness. Okay, alright. And, and so what have you got what have you personally got out of the out of the panel? Challenge. Oh, nice. Challenge about what? Thank you very much, Maya. How have you enjoyed camp so far? Agreed. Uh, and what has God taught you this weekend? For sure, for sure, for sure. And the panels so far, what have you gotten out of them? It's embarrassing, son. Anyway, what has God taught you this weekend? Um, God has taught me that I have so many people around me and that he loves me. Yeah. And panels? What have you got now, the panels? 
Okay, turn around. Turn the camera around. Introduce yourself. Um, my name is Lydia. Um, and, and, and what has God taught you this weekend? Um, that you really should hang out with genuine good people because it makes life so much better. And there's genuine good people here at camp? And so what have the panels taught you this weekend? Um, that with any doubts you have or any challenges or questions, always go back to the Bible and find your answers. Loving it. <laughs> Absolutely loving it. Let's move on. Introduce yourself. And what have God taught you this weekend? And what have you got in our panel so far this weekend? In particular? Um, like, first start with our relationships and stuff, and then, like, other stuff. Like, it's hard being put on the spot. Oh. So what has God taught you this weekend? Taught that, um, you've got to care and be kind and don't sin and follow God. This will be a this will be a bit of a difficult one. This one. Um, what are you doing here at camp this week? <laughs> Can you speak on behalf? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he's thinking. What kind of other? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. Um, and what are you doing here at camp this weekend? Having fun. And have you achieved that goal so far? Lovely. What has God taught you this weekend? I've learned that the youth like to answer a lot to all my questions. What did you learn from the panels? Lots of stuff. And what is what have you learned from the panels? Quite a lot. Oh, oh, quite a lot. Can't specify what that is. Can't specify what it is. Yeah, what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 have you been enjoying this weekend so far? Yeah, good. Nice. And what has God taught you this weekend? Um, a lot. And uh, panels. What have you learned from you? Um, a lot. Introduce yourself. My name is Bailey McMillan. And uh, can you tell us a secret to how you look so good? Don't eat vegetables, kids. Nice, good, good advice. And so, what are you doing? What, what has God taught you this weekend, Bailey? Um, well, a lot of things. Nice. <laughs> and, and, and the panels, did you learn a lot of things from the panels? Yep, I learned quite a lot of things from that as well. Nice, is there any, anything specific that you took away? One little piece of advice, possibly? Um, yep. Well, you can't argue with that, folks. Let's move on. Um, Amelia. Okay. Right. <laughs> and what has God taught you both this weekend? A lot. <laughs> Good. A lot. Yep. Um. That um. That he sent his son to die for us, and that he cares for us a lot. Great. 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 Great.
And the panels, and the panels, the, the past couple mornings. What have you learned from those? Um, some oh. people just give really complicated answers, yeah. and we can't understand. And some of the answers. Yeah. Right. So for the complicated answers, we follow it up after we do some questions, try and get some clarification. Sometimes. That's good. Okay, we'll take that. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what has God taught you this weekend, Brendan? Read the Bible every night. Nice. Yeah. And uh, from the panels, what have you gathered? Um, yeah, read the Bible. We take that. We'll take that. Been in a lot. Let's move on. Uh, can we just get quick zoom in on? Can we just? Yeah, lovely. Uh, would you, we'd like to conduct a few questions. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you introduce us to the? Uh, I've seen the equipment upgraded, didn't I? It has, it has. Can you introduce us to yourself and, and what you're doing here? Well, I'm Demac, and pretty much I've been cooking. Get the man cooked. quite warm in here. It is, it's actually very warm in here. What's funny with it? Yeah, so tell us, what has God taught you this weekend, Demac? Ah, uh, that he's wherever you are. Ooh. And uh, in the panels, what have you learned in the panels so far? I have to say, um, a bit of confession, I wasn't able to attend the most because I couldn't see you guys. That's right. The one that he did come, uh, attend, he kind of interrupted. But it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> it was good interruptions, it was fine. Um, so, have you have you overall enjoyed this weekend, Demi? Well, I think this weekend has been a fantastic weekend. <laughs> Love to hear it. Yeah, the youth have been amazing. And we can see some changes in, in some of them. Yeah, it's you know it's the purpose of what we wanted to do. So awesome weekend, yeah. loving it. All right, we'll move on. Thank you, team. So as you can see. I think the next video is starting. <laughs> um, as you can see, we had lots of fun. We had lots of fun at camp, um, but we also had a lot of serious time. Um, Will, did you want to share now? I have to say that the importance of prayer and the prayer backing is massive. Um, we had quite a bit of um, things happen le on the lead up to camp where, um, yeah, I just felt there were quite a lot of attacks on different different areas where you question, why are we doing this? Why are we, um, even on the Saturday, I was at that point, um, I think I was kind of hump day at camp and I was just like, man, I just can't, I just wanted to pack up and go home, to be honest. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm over this. But... Um, I really felt a lot of prayers and um, sticking it out by the end of it, it was the best camp we've ever had and ever been to because of the, the quality of what was shared and the relationships that, was, that were built. So anyway, I'll let Will share. Morning everyone. Um, yeah, I think I should probably say 99% of what 
you might or might not have heard on there, is just disregard it because it's easier to get water from a rock than to get anything serious out of them. Um, and so my hope and prayer is that in the next weeks, months, years, that they remember um, all the things that we told them and um, that God sows that seed in their heart. Um, yeah, and so um, I, I'm sure the rest of the leaders were really excited when Kelly said to us, um, don't know how long ago it was, that we were going to be doing our own Easter camp. Um, there's been a number of camps that I've been to in the past that have um, either missed the mark or just completely not even touched scripture and, and the scriptural description of um, of yeah of, of the Easter story and so um, I was very very pleased that um, yeah that we we're going to sort of be in control of what was being taught um, and and we could yeah truly bring the gospel to them um, and so I thought that the idea of the panels was really cool and so that was yeah a bunch of us leaders um, just all sat down in front of them and and um, yeah, we had some really in- interesting questions. Um, think of one: what what does what does God say about homosexuality? I mean, I think that's a pretty that's a pretty relevant question. Um, and yeah, it was just really cool seeing how us different leaders um, answered those questions. You know, it was cool seeing Caleb open his Bible straight away and and go to Leviticus 18, and um, and it was cool. You know, Sam was was always bringing these cool analogies to make it sort of understandable and so I thought we you know all of us leaders had a different approach which actually made it really good um, for for the youth to see um, you know that we've got different ways of thinking about these questions but fundamentally we're all on the same page we all believe um, that this is the word of God and that Christ died for us and um, and so yeah for for me personally um, I I did a talk on Saturday night as, as Kelly shared and um, yeah, it was about between the death and resurrection of Christ, which again, it's you don't usually hear, um, you don't usually hear that story. But um, my sort of aim, because that's quite hard to make that sort of relevant to to these fourteen, fifteen-year-olds. So my aim in that talk was um, primarily to show the authority that Christ has, um, and I, you know, I wanted to share that. Um, you know, in the Gospels, Jesus in Mark 9.31, he says, I'm going to die and rise again. Um, John 14.6, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Um, John 8.58, before Abraham was, I am. And, and these kind of things, this is, this is what the most famous person in history was saying about himself. This is what Jesus Christ said and claimed to be. And so um, I wanted to, to make sure that they had... N- nothing but two options, either to decide that Jesus Christ was the biggest liar and fraud in history, or he is actually the truth, and he is the way, and he is the life. Um, and if that is the case, then we want you to, to know that you know Jesus calls you to repentance. Yes, he loves you, but but repentance is where it begins, and that's, that's just gospel 101 there. Um, and I thought, the way the talks all panned out, you know, um, Kelly and Caleb <coughs> spoke of the suffering of Christ, and then, yeah, I wanted to sort of examine who Jesus said he was, and then Sam gave evidence for the resurrection, and so 
um, I truly believe that, yeah, the gospel was was absolutely shared, and um, and that makes me really really happy because, as I said, a lot of camps, you know, they'll claim to be Christian camps, but in reality, the gospel was not shared, and um, yeah, I just I wanted to encourage you all to know that um, because that is for all of us leaders at the heart of everything. Yes, you know, there's a lot of fun and stupid stuff, but um, you know, this is this is really, really important and this is really urgent because these young people, um, yeah, they <laughs> all they're getting from society is is um, just rubbish, you know, and it's 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 not truth and so we wanna say this is the truth. And um, I, I yeah, I made the point of saying um, I'd rather you disagree with me than just come away not thinking about what we said. Um, because yeah, it's as I said, Jesus has given you one of two options, and so um, yeah, I think I and the rest of the leaders did a, did a pretty good job. So, I agree, absolutely. We wanted going into this camp. Um, yeah, that's exactly what we wanted. We did not want any of our young people to walk away from that camp. And we've been hitting this actually in our senior small group um, throughout this term, is that tomorrow is not promised to you. Just because you are young does not mean you have a lifetime on this earth ahead of you. And um, you have a choice to make. And it is the most important choice you will ever make in your life because it affects your eternal life. And we wanted to be, so we'd been, I mean, Will's catchphrase at our small group is, you could die on the way home tonight because that is the reality. That is the reality we want our kids to sit with that um, just because you are young does not mean you will stand before your creator very soon because no one knows. God knows and he is the only one. And so going into this Easter camp, I'm also very aware that what Jesus did on that cross and what is depicted in Isaiah, we will see. We will stand before and that's a really confronting thing for me, for myself. And it's really confronting when you're in leadership that you don't want to waste any moment that we have with our young people. I had a dis discussion a little while back with a lot of youth pastors. A discussion about that, not just in New Zealand, but... We're, we're talking about New Zealand, but in New Zealand, we're seeing, we're losing our young people. Between the ages, so government, I think, um, finds young people between the ages of 15 and 24, and the church is losing them. They're walking away in droves to what the world offers. And... We talked about how do we, how do we make a difference? How do we 
bridge the gap that there is between our young people and our church community? How do we, without, without changing the truth, because this is the truth, and I'm not talking about that, I'm talking about how do we keep our young people and support our young people and keep them connected to God? And this depiction and what and how I will stand before Jesus and see the cost of my redemption. I want to be able to stand. And say, we did everything we could to show our young people the truth. Because this world is full of untruths that is stealing them. So while we are very, I am very, very, and our, the leaders are very grateful for the financial backing we get to run our youth programs. And the prayer, I know there's been lots of prayer. And that is really important. But we need to come up with a plan. To speak truth into our young people and get them to own their own faith. Because that's the issue here. They're not owning their faith. They're not saying, God is my number one. And um, I did share it at our prayer before Easter camp, but I'll share it again. At one of our small groups with our senior students, um, we said to them, name the five top things in your life that are important to you. Five top. And then we said, take one away. You're left with four. And then we kept going until there was only one left. And we said to them, I want you to really think, is that one God? Because if it's not, that's where he belongs. And I think that's a challenge for us as well. That's a challenge for us as adults to be living that example to them, that God is our number one. And that when all else is stripped away, he is the truth and he is what's left. We get really emotional. It's been an emotional weekend. <laughs> I get really emotional. I know other, the other leaders often do too because we're on the front line. We're on a battlefield. And the world is so enticing and easy to replace God in that number one spot. As adults, we struggle with this on a daily basis. And for our young people where their identities are being stripped from them, where confusion is being given to them hugely in our schools, well, by what they're being taught, we need to be teaching them the truth. We need to be teaching them to go back to the truth. And I'm so pleased that some of, the, some of our youth got that on the weekend, that the word of God is where they need to go. And if they don't understand that, they need people in their lives that they can come and go, what does this mean? 
I don't understand what I'm reading. People who can speak into their lives. I just want to finish um, with by reading Isaiah chapter 52, verse 13 through to 53. See, my servant will prosper. He will be highly exalted. But many were amazed when they saw him. His face was so disfigured. He seemed hardly human. And from his appearance, one would scarcely know he was a man. And he will startle many nations. Kings will stand speechless in his presence. For they will see what they had not been told. They will understand what they had not heard about. Who has believed our message? To whom has the Lord revealed his powerful arm? My servant grew up in the Lord's presence like a tender green shoot, like a root in dry ground. There was nothing beautiful or majestic about him, his appearance. Nothing to attract us to him. He was despised and rejected. A man of sorrows, acquitted, acquainted with deepest grief, deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. Yet it was our weaknesses he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us, like sheep, have gone astray. We have left God's path to follow our own, yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep and as a sheep is silent before the shearers, he did not open his mouth. Unjustly condemned, he was led away. No one cared that he died without descendants, that his life was cut short in midstream, but he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. He had done no wrong and had never deceived anyone, but he was buried like a criminal he was put in a rich man's grave. But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and cause him grief. That's sobering. And it should be. That is who we will stand before. 
and have to give an account. We describe that in detail to our young people. So that, A, they could never stand before Jesus and go, but my youth leaders never told me. And B, because we want to disciple our kids into having their own faith, standing firm in their faith, and knowing who their God is. I'm just going to pray.